0: So, somebody asked me the other day, how could one presidential administration be so incompetent? This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Beerman. And welcome to the Monday edition of Truth to Ponder, coming to you from the state of Georgia. We made it back up last week. Before I get started, a very quick thank you to Jim Calhoun, who you heard Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday to allow us to to make this trip and get things set up again here in our little studio in the mountains. A lot of things going on I'll talk about a little bit later in the program, but but the question I start the program with today, somebody asked me the question, legitimately, how could one presidential administration with all the staff and the lawyers and, and the policymakers, how could they be so utterly incompetent? Well, the truth is, they're not. They are getting exactly, they're getting exactly the desired effect. Now, I'll admit that Joe Biden is not mentally all there. I think that he is a very uh, compromised individual in many levels. I think physically, I think mentally, and I think ethically is a very compromised individual. He's the perfect, he's the perfect frontman for what's going on. He was the perfect foil to get into office in 2020. And what I firmly believe, the more I read, the more I see, the more evidence is just dripping out, the more I'm convinced the election was stolen, was by thievery, by by literally planned. This was planned. This was planned to get this this clown into office that they could they could manipulate to get what they want for the deep state. For those that are looking to have a new world order, this is their guy. He's been around Washington a long time. He he comes off as just a you know a doddering old grandpa that says some funny things. But he's ethically compromised. I believe he's criminally compromised in selling out his office of the Senate of the United States, selling out our nation as a vice president for his family business, which is about as corrupt as they come. I call it a traitorous business. Joe Biden is propped up by the media. He's propped up by the left that want to fundamentally, as, as Barack Obama said way back in 2008, fundamentally change America. I can remember back in 2020, the election, and also in Georgia in particular, with Chuck Schumer running around saying, today, Georgia, tomorrow, the world kind of attitude for a leftist agenda. And most people, they only know what they see in the media and what little media they see. They only know what they find on Facebook. They only know what they see on some of the late-night TV programs. Most people in the United States, most people in Canada, most people in the U.K., most people in Australia, most people, well, not listeners to this program, but most people are so busy just trying to get through the day And their life and all their responsibilities, trying to make ends meet, that they really don't understand the depth of all the news stories that are not being covered by the mainstream media. After all, if they covered some of the stories that are really going to impact your life, well, people would be in open rebellion. The agenda is plain. The agenda for the takeover of the Western world and remove your freedoms to make you dependent upon government, all powerful, all knowing government, is well on its way. This administration is not incompetent, it's dangerous. They're not incompetent at the border the southern border of the United States. This is what they want. They want thousands, hundreds of thousands of illegal immigrants coming into this country to give them asylum and then let them vote. It's by design. It's by design. They want to build a voting block to have another 100 years of power. And they're doing it by allowing the border of the United States to be literally wide open and people will be by if if the Biden administration gets away on the 23rd of this month repeal of Title 82, you're going to see a lot of people crossing that border, like 10 times as many as we have now which was vastly more than we had two years ago all by design to overwhelm the system, to destroy it. Overwhelm the system to get votes. Overwhelm the system to put themselves in power. Inflation. The biggest lie of the day is, oh, Putin caused all this inflation. We didn't do it. That is, I'm sorry, that's a lie. It is a lie. There could be some of it, but this inflation has been building up every month since Biden policies took hold in, in 2021. Food prices going up. Energy cost rising. I, I mean, I was looking at fuel adjustment charges before the Ukraine invasion. In some of the broadcast industry, I mean, you look at some of the large transmitter sites, you know, thousands of dollars in fuel adjustment fees in a month. And this is before Ukraine. The Ukraine war, at least how the media is playing it to you, and you're not going to like what I'm about to say. While you're chasing after Will Smith slapping some stupid comedian, while you're chasing around watching Johnny Depp's know, lawsuit against his ex-wife or what, that whole nonsense, while you're busy worrying about that and Ukraine, you don't see the real dangers coming right in your face because they don't want you to know. They frankly don't want you to know. Why are the cost of fertilizers through the roof? Why is the cost of fresh produce skyrocketing the cost of meat going up they're gonna be families I'm afraid come this summer come this fall later this spring they're gonna have a hard time making ends meet and yet the lying filth in Washington says it's because it's such a great economy that we've created No, it's the economy they are in the process of dismantling and destroying. And if you can't see that, you need to. These employees in Washington, D.C. are so satanically deceived. They have sold their souls to Satan and they are blinded. They believe they're on a mission to transform America into a utopia, a leftist, socialistic utopia, where we don't want people to be thinkers. We don't want people to challenge or question anything. That's why we need a, you know we need a Ministry of Truth, so to speak. That's what they're literally promoting an Orwellian Ministry of Truth here in the United States. You've already got it in Canada. You already have it in the United Kingdom, you have it in Europe, you have it in Australia, you have it in New Zealand, and you believe that you're free and you're not. Your freedoms have been long taken away. And if you don't believe it, just just stop and think how the government has such control over you today in ways you never thought possible. And all this has occurred in just around 100 years of time. 100 years. There was a time when you owned a piece of land and you wanted to build a house. You didn't need the government's permission to do something on your own land. You do today, especially in the city. You got to meet their codes and standards and... You have to do this, that, and the other, and you got to pay fees and money. Plus, you're paying taxes every year on the property you paid to buy year after year for these government services. And it never ends. And if you don't pay your taxes, they take your property. Income, same thing. You work for a living. Up until Woodrow Wilson came up with the idea of the federal income tax, the idea of taxing somebody's income was considered, well, basically thievery and immoral. Until they sold it on the American public, as I mentioned last week. They sold it to the American public with a lie. They said, way back during the Woodrow Wilson administration, this tax will only be a 1% tax on all income above $100,000. So if you made $99,999.99, you would pay nothing. Every dollar over $100,000, you would lose a penny. Now, let's go back to like, you know, prior to 1920. Who made $100,000 a year? for that matter, who made $10,000 a year. Like nobody. So American people figured they're only, you know, soaking the rich. That's what they were going to do. We're going to soak the rich, the Rockefellers, you know, the Vanderbilts, all of those wealthy railroad families that have all this money and they're lighting their cigars with $100 bills. We're going we're to tax them 1%. They'll never miss it, and we need it. That's how it was sold. And people believed it, and a constitutional amendment was passed. And for a little while, that's all they did, just that little 1% of income above $100,000. And and the average person didn't have to do anything. They just saw their government had a little bit more money, and it didn't affect their day-to-day life at all. And then somebody had this other brilliant idea. And once again, this is all part of the plan. And I said it last week, evil will take centuries to get their work done. Too bad that Christians want to get everything done yesterday, and they don't have the patience to recognize we need to be working forward all the time. But we don't. Evil does. They, they, they recognize. It's going to, you know, the Soviet Union in its day... It didn't, those that founded it in 1917 didn't see all the fruits. Others did later, even though it eventually collapsed. But still, they had a long-range plan that outlived those that founded the movement. And it kept progressing forward. That's how it is today in this country with the evil that is working its way through. You go back, like I say, over 100 years ago. Let's have another amendment. You know, why, why, should, why should state legislatures, like in the state of South Carolina, or in the state of, of Georgia, or in the state of Pennsylvania, or wherever, why should the state legislatures have the power to to appoint their United States senators? Well, what are you talking about? A lot of people that graduate high school today in the United States have no idea that at one time, at one time, the senators of the United States were not elected. They were appointed by their state governments. And there was a reason that the founding fathers of the United States had that idea. And why it was vitally important. It was to ensure that all the states would have a powerful, overriding voice in the federal government. They could not be silenced. It would make it more difficult for the federal government to do things that are not in the interest of the states. The states could say no by having their senators vote against something that would be damaging to the authority vested by the Constitution to the states. But once they made that an elected office, and once that became open to money and support, and let's just call it for what it is, graft and selling out, Joe Biden is good proof of that in his years in the United States Senate. How does somebody on his income get all these, these homes in the state of Delaware, including Rehoboth Beach, a beach house, and all these mansions? How do you How do you acquire that wealth as a public service? You do it by selling out your nation and being crooked. It's real easy. I mean, even... <laughs> Go back to Harry Truman. Show me a wealthy politician and I'll show you a crook. And look at all of them. Look at all the wealthy ones in the Senate. Look at the very wealthy ones in the House of Representatives that get wealthier and wealthier as the years go by. Insider trading, money changing hands, money laundering. We know that the Ukraine was used by the Biden family as their money laundering apparatus. Where else can somebody like Hunter Biden, you know, make what is it, 40 or 50,000 dollars or more a month to be a consultant to a gas firm in Ukraine having zero experience in the gas industry or any other real industry except money laundering and selling selling power and access? No, this is not an incompetent administration, though they have an incompetent figurehead who's mentally falling apart, who is mentally compromised, morally compromised, likes to call himself the good Catholic, he even has a rosary in his pocket so he claims. Yet everything the church teaches on abortion he rejects. A lot of teachings he rejects, but he's still like Nancy Pelosi. I'm a good Catholic. I'm going to go to heaven. I doubt it. I highly doubt it. Not judging. I'm just saying. You'll know them by their fruits. You'll know them by their deeds. And their deeds betray their words. This is what's going on. So food prices going up. Energy prices going up. Oh, they brag about all the jobs they created. They didn't create any jobs. These are just some of the jobs coming back after everything was shut down by the pandemic. I was reading an interesting story the other day, and I want you to I want you to digest this. The idea of locking down the United States, it was talked about because, see, China had done it. And everybody said, no, it could never happen. You know, the people would rebel and they'd be out there with, you know, torches and pitchforks coming after you if you even dared try to do it. But then Italy did it. They, they amassed their fear campaign in the media. extraordinaire. And, and people bought it hook, line, and sinker And they were willing to shut down And we got sold on the idea Because, you know, we have all this fear I, I've said it before I, I worked under the assumption in February of 2020 That in a county of 300,000 people 3,000 people were going to be dead In a matter of, you know That's 1% of the population Was going to suddenly die in a few months Be prepared Never happened. But see, we did the two weeks to flatten the curve, and then we kept adding restriction and restriction and piling it on and piling it on. You know, you look at places that did and places that didn't. I can remember when Florida opened up and said, we're not playing this game anymore. Our schools are opening. And you had all these teachers unions and all these leftist idiots All these leftist corrupt individuals, morally and mentally compromised individuals, screaming, these these kids are going to kill their teachers with COVID. They must stay home. We must have them learn online. And we must never let the parents see what these kids are really learning. This is what was going on. When you look now and you know, you compare similar community sizes and density around the country. The lockdowns didn't really do anything. They didn't. They didn't save any real lives. They didn't do much of anything at all. In fact, if anything, they slowed the inevitable progress of the virus a bit. Maybe. We discovered by the time the election of 2020 occurred, this, if you get COVID, your your odds of dying or some really high percentage was all a lie. It wasn't true. And then as you dig deeper again into the data, you got another problem. The other problem is very simple as well. Most of the people that supposedly died of COVID really never did die of COVID. They died of something else. I've got a bunch of other news stories that I want to share on that topic, but and I'll, I'll push that into the next segment of the program, but I want to share something else. Now, this is I, I looked this thing up, and I I could not believe what I saw. And I had to verify this. From our neighbors to the north in Canada. Oh, Canada. This comes from Ontario, the Elementary Teachers Federation of Ontario in Canada. And they have a program coming up in just a little bit over a month. It's going to be held on Monday, the 6th of June from 4 to 5 p.m. And when I saw this, I'm going, nah, this this can't be. And then I started to look a little deeper and I'm going, oh yes, it can. I didn't realize that we now have, and we've heard of LGBTQ, LGBTQ+, and a bunch of others. I didn't know that in Ontario, Canada, we have the L-G-G-B-D-T-T-T-I-Q-Q-A-A-P-P-plus. Now, part of me says I shouldn't read it, but I'm going to go ahead and do it. This is what... They're worrying about in the elementary schools in Ontario, Canada, lesbian, gay, gender, queer, bisexual, demisexual, whatever that is, transgender, transsexual, two spirit, intersex, queer, questioning, asexual, allies, pansexual and polyamorous. It's an inclusiveness training program this thing on Monday the 6th of June in Canada and here's what it says and I'm you know I'm reading this thing and I'm going, you know what in the world are they talking about here? It says our goal is to become more familiar with the current language sensitive to current issues. ...and to share best practices in supporting our LGGBQTTTIQQAAPP peers and students. Fewer than 1% of the EFTO members, that's the uh, Elementary Teachers Federation of Ontario, are open with their identities... No, not really. That's because 99% of the people, if they're honest with themselves, are pretty sure of their identities. Some surveys. You ready for this? Some surveys. I want to know who did this survey. I really do want to know who did this survey. Listen to this. Fewer than 1% of the education no, the, the Elementary Teachers Federation of Ontario members are open with their identities. Though some surveys suggest that half of the public secretly identifies as LGBT, or did you hear that? Did you know that half of, according to surveys done by these clowns in Ontario, that run this, that these are the ones that are teaching kids. You wonder why I can't stand public. Indoctrination centers anymore. They are part of the takedown of Western civilization. They're part. They're the ones that are satanically inspired to be pushing this immoral stupidity on students to destroy them. I love their phone number. Uh, It it has a six 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 in it. It kind of fits inclusiveness training for the Durham elementary teachers federation executive stewards and other interested members and I'm going to have to look up this individual I don't have time right now Dr. Barb Perry this ought to be good I did not know that half of the people identify as LGBTQ or something or other I mean we're pushing transgenderism on little children it's funny you can't take out a student loan without your parent's signature until you're like 20-something, 23, I think. But you can certainly decide to change your gender when you're like seven or eight in these people's sick minds. That's what they are. They're sick and they're evil. By the way, space is limited, so reserve your <laughs> reserve. Ah, I don't know what to tell you. This is the kind of stuff that is going on and I'm looking at their website just to get a little more clarity at the Elementary Teachers Some of the some of the things that are are really important to the Elementary Teachers Federation of Ontario. They have a whole story about premature removal of mask mandates in Ontario schools will risk further disruption and jeopardize everybody's safety. Hey, we proved in Florida that's not true. All the, I can remember when when Governor Ron DeSantis in my state of Florida, when he said enough of this nonsense is enough. Oh, you still had some counties like Palm Beach County, Broward County, you know, hanging on to their face diapers for dear life. They They are so believing in the fear because they have no fear of God. They just fear this life. This is all they got. And and what really was just eating me up to look at this. You know, they're holding out to their face diapers and other places aren't. And guess what? We showed in a year's time the face masks were totally, well, they're theater. They're face decorations. They don't do anything. We know that now but they still hold on to that I still go into stores even here in Georgia I, mean, I kind of understand it where we live in Florida that you're going to see some people uh, still wearing their face mask out of fear because they they believe that the magic mask you know the magic mask will protect me from a virus and I've talked to too many people that have been to medical school that'll look at me that'll be honest and say that's a bunch of baloney they don't Bacteria, yes. I mean, I remember people trying to convince everybody we must wear a face mask, and 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 the fraudulent example that was being pushed in 2020 were all these videos coming out through emergency management groups. That's why I got out of it. I couldn't do it. I couldn't lie to the people anymore. I couldn't be a part of this insanity another minute. It ha- I had to stop. It had to end. And I'm looking at this video. So, we have this individual, and we have a couple of Petri dishes. And now we're going to have somebody cough or sneeze onto the Petri dish. One with a face mask, and one without. And we're going to come back in two days and look at our Petri dishes. And, of course, the one where somebody sneezed right into it. Well, yeah, they had a lot of bacteria growing. And the one where the face covering was worn had... Substantially less. Well, that's all well and good. That's all well and good because bacteria is about a thousand times bigger than a virus. Doctors and surgeons wear those things in the operating room to keep bacteria out of the surgical clean space when they have you open to do some work. And this is the insanity that we're dealing with. People are equating a virus to a bacteria. Sure, bacteria can be stopped by a, a face covering. Here's something else they don't like to talk about, especially the schools that want these face diapers on kids and how it's destroying their personalities and their, and their abilities of learning to communicate. Because eye contact to seeing somebody speak is very important. If you are in an operating room, maybe you did not know this, but I've learned this from people that actually work in an operating room. When they're getting ready to start surgery, and they got the room clean and everybody's in there, they raise the oxygen level in the room. And they do that for a reason. To offset the decrease of oxygen because of your breathing limitations from wearing a surgical face mask. So people don't get yawning and tired and have issues mentally because they're not getting sufficient oxygen. Well'll see, that's a problem that many students had. Besides the cognitive issues in learning, they also were depriving and lowering the level of oxygen in these little children's brains and increasing CO2. But these inept these reprobate school peoples this is their priority to put face diapers on kids and keep them you know away if every public school disappeared tomorrow off the face of the earth and all of the woke teachers with them and if true Christians actually stood up and took back education we could do a lot in repairing this world. Listen, I got a lot more and I'm just getting wound up. I can't believe that this is, you know, I kind of enjoy being back in my, my studio room in Georgia. It, it is a lot easier for me to function. And, and I'll tell you on the other side of the break a few things that are that actually are really going on in the background now. We're still using this address in Florida because with we're going to be doing a lot of travel over the next several weeks. I'll be talking about it a little bit today, tomorrow, later this week. God is just opening up some doors and is laying some things on my heart and my wife's heart that we are working on right now. So we're going to continue to use this address. It's a safe place for the mail to go. And when I'm going to be in a place where I can deal with the mail, they get it to us. And I decided to do that before we went to Florida before. And this has been working out fairly well. It, it, it means sometimes I, I may get mail a week or so late, and it's just unavoidable for the moment. But if you can help us, by the way, I want to thank all of you that are letting me know how you listen to Truth to Ponder. And you can go to our website, truth, the number two ponder.com, truth, the number two ponder.com. And from there, you can reach out to us. Let me know how you listen. Airtime bills, well, they're due right now. And if you can help us as we are getting into this new month, would you consider making a check payable to Ancient Word Radio? Ancient Word Radio. And the mailing address is 5753 Highway 85 North. That's 5753 Highway 85 North, number 3248. That's our secure box. So once again... Make the check payable to Ancient Word Radio. Mail it to Truth to Ponder, 5753 Highway 85 North, number 3248. That's number 3248. The city is Crestview, Crestview, Florida. And the zip code is 32536. Once again, 32536.
1: This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. Striking the righteous man. Coming up. Shalom Alechem. This is the nice Jewish boy, Jonathan Kahn, your Jewish connection, bringing you the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus. Now get your pen out as fast as you can so you don't miss out on receiving a special free gift you're going to get in love in a moment. Now, the rabbis of Judaism say that Jewish people can't believe in Yeshua, Jesus, because Judaism doesn't believe that one man can die for the sins of others. Let me show you something written in an old mystical book of rabbinic Judaism by the rabbis. It says this, when God wants to bring healing to the world, he strikes a righteous man among them with disease and sufferings. Through him, he gives healing to all. As it is written, he was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities, and by his stripes we are healed. That's an amazing thing, because even in the mystical writings of rabbinical Judaism, you can find it. Atonement coming through striking a righteous man. And even though most rabbis deny it, it says right there that Isaiah 53 is about a redeemer dying for our sins. Well, do we know anybody like that? Well, there's only one, Yeshua, Jesus of Nazareth. As it is written, he died for our sins that we would be healed. It's true. Somebody gave his life for you. He was wounded for your transgressions. He was bruised for your iniquities. How then should we live? He gave himself for you. Give yourself to him. He didn't hold back for you. Don't hold back for him. He went through a lot for you, and he counted it joy because it was for you. So count it joy, anything you're going through for him. He gave everything he had to save you. Give everything to bless him. Somebody was wounded for you. Somebody was crushed. Somebody bled on an execution stake for the love of you. Therefore, live all out, wholly, completely, entirely for him. Because even the rabbis agree, someone died for you. Want more? Ask for the Prince of Sorrows. Now, what if I offered you a million dollars? Well, something better than a million dollars, and something to help give you a strong, victorious life in God. A free subscription to Sapphires, Vitamins for Your Spirit, and the incredible Mystery of the Temple Doors. You'll love it. All free. How do you get it? Free. Free easy. Just remember Jesus' real Hebrew name, Yeshua, and you dial it. That's it. Just call 1-800-YESHUA-1 for your free gifts. You will be blessed, but call now 1-800-YESHUA-1. The harvest is great. The labors are few. I invite you to join me in the harvest. You don't need a plow, just an open heart and a pen. You can blanket the world with salvation. It's amazing. Through shortwave Radio, it's the farthest way you'll ever reach out to the lost. It's amazing. Just call 1-800-YESHUA-1. You'll be part. Y-E-S-H-U-A-1. Or you can write me direct. Just write to the Nice Jewish Boy, Box 1111, Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 07644. It's the Nice Jewish Boy, Box 1111, Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 076-44. Well, until next time, this is Jonathan Khan saying... Shalom Aleichem, peace be to you, my friend, and Messiah, Hase Elohim, the Lamb of God.
0: This is Truth to Ponder. With Bob Beerman. And welcome back to part two of our Monday edition of Truth to Ponder. Brand new month of May. Man, this month of April just flew by behind us. I, I, I cannot believe that we are rapidly approaching. You know, We are kind of like a third of the way through the year now. January, February, March, April, we're about a third. We're a third of the way through. Where did the time go? And there's so much yet to be done. Like I said, I want to thank Jim Calhoun for making it possible for me to be able to travel. My wife and I, we had vehicles to bring up, our little dogs and a bunch of other stuff and things that need to be done here at our place in Georgia. And I'm thankful for our little studio room that I get to use when I am here. It is truly a major blessing to have this. Yet we may not stay here in this place much longer. And I'm just going to quickly mention that I just feel the time to, to move on from this place to another place that can be more suitable for ministry has come. I spent a little bit of time over the weekend talking to a guy younger than I am who's in ministry, and we, we spent literally three hours together, a little over three hours and we're trying to get an understanding on what God is leading his people to do in this very unusual time. And I'm looking at the kind of church work that I've done in the past when I was a church pastor, and that's what my primary occupation was for many years. Ministry came later in life when I actually entered my 40s, not not when I was in my 20s. And so I have a half a century now of being in radio, a little over, I think, and a little over 25 years of ordained ministry. But the pandemic and the direction our world has gone tells me that the church model that we all kind of knew is not coming back. When you look at these statistics that show the majority of people in the United States, and and if we are the firewall against evil, in the United States, we're not doing a very good job. When you recognize that 53% of the population of the United States is no longer affiliated with any type of even religion, let alone Christianity, and those that identify as Christians, let us be brutally honest, belong to church bodies that are apostate, no longer believers, and they're fake and phony and fraudulent. So the number of true Christians acting like the salt and light of this world is dismally small. Yet that dismally small group when you compare what's happening in other parts of the world has done a lot to protect us. Yet the evil, the hordes from hell are beginning to fight back harder and harder because they see they see their day of destruction coming, and they they are going to work very hard now. Like I say, look at all this LGBTQ stuff that is just being promoted and pushed. Transgenderism. When did we ever? I mean, look. When you have some organization like the Elementary Teachers, you know, Federation of Ontario trying to convince us that half of the population is either lgbtq or something or other but they're not you know they're not heterosexual they're trying before long i mean it used to be tiny percentages and it became 10 now we're talking 50 at some point at some point we're going to be told that all of this lgbtq plus and this and that and the other is the majority didn't you know didn't you know that it was really meant that that children should at age five choose their gender and then we will surgically alter them if you had said that 25 years ago if you said that even 10 years ago people would have thought you're crazy that'll never happen what do you what kind of nonsense are you talking about that what do you mean kids choosing their gender that's that's ridiculous bob you you believe in conspiracy theories don't you if I'd said that to you in 2012 you would have thought I was crazy. If I told you that was going to be a major talking point in education in elementary school you would have thought I'm nuts. If I said that Disney now remember we had all figured out that Disney had, you know, Pixar pictures and other things where they could do their R-rated whatever under a different name than, quote, Disney. If, if somebody told you 10 years ago that Disney was going to go so anti-parent and have so many people on their staff pushing for LGBTQ+, plus and transgender through all of their theme parks, all of their movies, videos, and cartoons, you would have thought... Oh, they're not, they're not going to you know, do that. That would destroy them. But they're doing it. We are seeing things happen in this world today that you and I would never have believed 10 years ago. It would have had 20 years ago, 40, 50 years ago. You would have been run out of town on a rail. Nobody would believe anything you had to say with that kind of nonsense. It just was not going to be true. We are in this world... We are in this world, but we are not of this world. Now, a couple of quick stories, and I'm going to kind of tie all this together. Here in the great state of Georgia, um, you know, where where Brad had has promised us that the elections were thoroughly fair and valid in 2020, there's a movie coming out. I guess you can start seeing it in some places today and I think on the 4th of, of, uh, of May called 2,000 Mules, and at some point I may, you know, I'm going to view it. I I need to view this thing. And and it talks about right here in the state of Georgia, you know, good old sweet Georgia Brown, the Georgia Rain, any song, you know, Georgia on my mind. True the Vote, working with Dinesh D'Souza, has has a documentary called 2,000 Mules, which highlights the evidence that was gained of ballot trafficking in Georgia, Arizona, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Michigan, and Texas. Yeah, even Texas, they tried. And true the vote, and and how they did this was actually quite clever. There were 242 traffickers that they could identify. 242 Traffickers in Georgia who made a total of 5,662 trips to ballot boxes. You heard that. Made 5,662 trips to ballot boxes in Georgia between midnight and 5 a.m. A lot of them around 3 or 4 in the morning. And there is video surveillance cameras showing these individuals wearing gloves, disposable gloves, and fanning out dozens, if not in some cases, hundreds of ballots and taking pictures of those ballots before they put them into the drop box between midnight and 5 a.m. Now, let's just assume that every time... Somebody made a one of these mules who had been to some left-wing organization prior. Now, how do they know this, Bob? How do they know it? Real easy. <laughs> that cell phone, it lets the world know where you are. If you have a, a, an Android phone and you leave it in its basic operating parameters or an iPhone, guess what happens? It knows every place you've been, when you've been there. And they, they bought all this immense amount of data, and they had to use computers to sort it out to come down to these individual phone pings of the people that were being seen at the ballot box at 2.30 or 3.15 in the morning. And then be able to trace the pings of those phones and, and watch how they had been prior to that at some place picking up ballots. And then taking those ballots to these boxes in Fulton County and other places in Georgia, in the metro Atlanta area. These Zuckerberg boxes from hell. Sorry, but that's what they are. They were designed to steal an election so the leftists could take the House, the Senate, and the White House and throw down our throats. Just jam down our throats. The most evil agenda this country, the United States, has ever faced. If each trip, and we've seen people fanning out dozens if not hundreds of ballots. If, if each person in Georgia, when they made that trip, just put in two ballots, just two, that would have been enough to tip the election. I mean, look, if they, if they just had two less ballots on each trip. Biden would have lost the state of Georgia. How many thousands of votes went into these Zuckerberg drop boxes paid for by Zuckerberg and his wife, giving money to Fulton County and Democrat-rich places? Oh, but Bob, we gave a lot of money to Republican counties. Yeah, counties with only a few voters. The real effort was made in Democrat-rich Communities like Atlanta, like DeKalb County, that whole region rich in votes. And you have these organizations going to nursing homes and buying ballots and then filling them out. And because of the deal with the devil made by Brad Rassensberger himself, where they would not veris- verify signatures. You didn't know that, did you? He made a deal with Stacey Abrams not to worry about signatures. And so they harvested potentially hundreds of thousands of ballots that ended up in boxes just in the state of Georgia. Can you believe that? I do. And there's no doubt that this was done in other states as well. Arizona, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Michigan, and Texas. You know, you can recount the votes all you want. And you're pretty much going to get the same results if you leave the fraudulent ballots in the box. That's why all these audits really didn't mean anything. Because you're still recounting the corrupted illegal votes. And what's going to happen about it? Not much. Stolen election. So, for all of you that are cheering that we're going to we're going to take everything and fix everything here in the United States, you know, you just wait till November, Bob. We're going to clean it. We're going to clean the house. We're going to take the Senate. We're going to pick up seventy-five seats in the House, maybe six or seven in the Senate. Don't count on it. This worked before. This could work again. And they might be using this time to see how they're going to maneuver around it. I don't trust. I don't trust the integrity of the elections in many places like the Atlanta area. I just don't. I, I just, it's just for sale. It's going to be, I, I really believe they'll they'll try it again. Because they haven't really fixed the underlying issues as much as they claim. And those that complacently watch the news channels out of Atlanta, or Savannah, or Macon, or whatever, maybe Tallahassee if you live in southwest Georgia, Jacksonville if you, Florida if you live in like southeast Georgia, if all you watch is the mainstream media, if all you get your news from is Facebook, Twitter, Etc. You know nothing about this. And all you know is Ukraine, 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 and how terrible Russia is. And the food prices are only going up so high because our economy is just booming under the wonderful wisdom of Joe Biden and his policies. Friends, your real income went down over this past year. Not a little bit, a lot. Food prices are pretty much up 30% or more in a year. Or more. Gasoline prices, I mean, they're, they're, they're 50, 60, 70%, maybe 100% higher depending where you are. This is not a booming economy. This is an economy committing suicide to destroy the people. To destroy you and your freedoms, government is creating a crisis, which then they are going to come and solve just for you. And, and don't worry, come come election time, we'll have Corona back again. We'll have some reason to have to do all the things we did in 2020 to steal that election, and we now know that Fauci and company were all in it. We also know that they know these vaccines are worthless. But they're going to keep mandating them because they have this false sense of security in the fraud that they're promoting. People are running around. Now, a lot of people are getting smarter. They're not coming back for those boosters. There've been too many incidents that people are getting deeply concerned about. I look at this radio program and and the podcast that goes with it and I watch it growing in the United States, in Canada, Australia. I'm looking, you know, one of the things about a podcast, you can get an idea of where people are listening. Even places like Thailand and Vietnam all of a sudden are showing up on the radar screen. Not many, just a handful of people. Even in Europe, people are are getting hungry for the truth because they know they're being lied to. And I'm sure many of you know you have been lied to. Not just for the past two years of the pandemic, but we've been lied to for a very long time. What happened in, in 2016, those that plan who's going to be the winner and losers of election, they had pretty well ramped up what they're going to do by the time we got to 2008. They were able to crash the economy, get their guy in, and they had thoroughly planned it was Hillary's turn in 2016, and they had it all planned. No wonder Hillary Clinton tore apart a hotel room on election night because she thought the fix was in. I'm honest about that. I can't imagine it any other way. That's why she couldn't speak to her her supporters because she, she had been convinced that everything was in the bag, nothing to worry about, Ms. Clinton, we got everything covered, and you'll come strolling out there at midnight, or maybe one o'clock in the morning, and they're going to set off the fireworks that can be seen in New York City, and and they're going to bury Trump. After all, we have the Russian collusion hoax. We have we have false documentation. We have lied, we have used the FBI, we have used intelligence agencies to plant lies, to, to turn the election. And when the election ended up not being stolen because they didn't cheat enough. You know, I'm beginning to think that New York and California could be in play, but I think that they're, they're so far gone in corruption, it may be a lot harder. I don't think there's many people that believe the nonsense that were led to believe by the mainstream media. The reprobates at MSNBC, CNN, and now the dead CNN Plus. It didn't even make it a month. That ought to tell you that people are really not into what they're selling. And I don't think that Biden ever got anywhere near the votes they claim. It's all a big fraud. Man, I had other stories to share today, and I'm just not getting to them. Like the SEC filing showing that even Moderna and, and Pfizer knew their, their stuff it was dangerous to kids. But they don't care. It's all about the money. We'll talk about that tomorrow. The Lord is just laying on my heart to to do something with this show, program, whatever you want to call it, and with an overall ministry. And I, I just feel my wife and I are going to get deeply invested into this just because I'm 67 doesn't mean I'm going to retire. And I really believe firmly that there's more work yet to be done. And, and really, not just me doing the work, but more people that God is raising up right now to do His work. And I want to be able to help as many as I can in that regard. I don't know how to, how to ask it any more plain than this. If you believe in our ministry, we really need you to help support us financially for the airtime and other investments that we have into airtime paid forward now. If you can help us, would you consider mailing your check of support made out to Ancient Word Radio? That's Ancient Word Radio. And the mailing address is Truth2Ponder, and the mailing address is 5753. That's 5753 Highway 85 North, number 3248. That's 5753 Highway 85 North Number 3248 We are in the city of Crestview That's one word, Crestview Florida And the zip code is 32536 That zip code again Is 32536 You've made this program possible now We are now entering our 21st month 21st month and you've been faithful and I need your faithfulness now more than ever. Things are changing in our world at a pace that I don't think any of us ever anticipated. I have some special programs lined up for this week now that we're back in Georgia. We'll be up in Virginia for a little bit next week and we'll probably originate the program from there. If you listen on shortwave or podcast let me know. You can send me an email bob at truth the number 2ponder.com bob at truth, the number two ponder.com, our website, truth, the number two ponder.com. We'll see you tomorrow. And until then, may God richly bless you, is my prayer. This has been Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. To find out more, visit our website, truth,
1: the number two, and the word ponder.com. That's truth, the number two ponder.com. Truth.